Welcome back to another episode of Authentically Us. Guys, you made it. Hey, I'm the co- I'm the host or co-host, whatever you want to put it, Conroy. We got Tony here, Tony the man. Yo, what's going on? And you guys made it back to Authentically Us, the podcast where we talk about what it means to be authentic in everything that you do. Hey, shouts out to MSW Media. We thank you guys. Uh, we are now part of their network, so make sure you guys give us a, a like, a share, a comment. And what you really want to do is share this specific episode with everybody. We promise. We promise. Because today's episode, we got we got a actor from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yes. Can you believe it? You heard that, right? Yes. I'm not stuttering. Wakanda Forever, guys. We got Gene Freeman on the podcast today. Stay till the end because we got some good stuff. Let's get into it. Let's go. Guys, welcome back. Hey, we have a very, very special guest, a very anticipated one. Um, Guys, we have Gene Freeman on the podcast today. You can find him in Danger Force, Snowfall, Mandalorian, um, and most recently, guys, this is what we're most excited about, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. He is an action actor. Gene, welcome to the podcast today. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for oh, making yeah. this platform. Thank you. Very excited. Happy to be here. Yes. Hey, we In are <laughs> we are very, <laughs> very excited for this. Um, and that's the that's the beauty about you know Zoom is that we can record from all over. Literally. Um, Tony's in Pennsylvania. I'm in San Diego. Where are you in where are you located currently? Uh, I'm, can, I mean, right now I, I I can make anything up. This would be so you cool. really good. But no, I'm actually I'm back in LA, so okay. um, it's it's good to be back. I just got back actually. Um, I was out in St. Kitts in Nevis, it's in the Caribbean, and I was gone for like a month and a half working on the film. And as soon as I got done with that, I came. I started working and, and haven't taken a break since. Minus when I had a little cold a couple of days ago. So yes, yeah. man, back. you've been you've been you've been busy. Yes, yes, grinding. Yeah, you. I, you know what? Building. I'm a builder. A grinding. Mm-hmm. A grinding feels like you, you, you weather down. I'm big on words now, so I feel like we mm-hmm. need to build more, grind less. Um, yes. That's just wow. me. That's just me. That's just me. That's Guys, good. just so you know, before we started the podcast, he already started hitting us with like wisdom and everything. So you guys are Y'all not ready. ready. Y'all Today. are not ready. <laughs> Man. My, hey, God gave it to me. I'm going to just let it spin. So um, before we kind of jump in to like um, the current stuff, I did want to pull back mm. and kind of talk about maybe your your childhood and like where you're where you from and how you grew up. Sure. Yeah, not a problem. Um, I grew up in, in Michigan. Um, yeah, I spent I would say the first 17, 18 years of my life. Uh, we had a comic book store. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. A comic oh. book store. Um, it was great. It was called My Fantasy Adventures. Uh, my mom was pretty much on the helm. My father supported by, you know, how I mean, financially they worked together. Um, they and that was where we learned a lot about, I would say, the business without even realizing we were learning a, a lot about the business mm. and entrepreneurship. I mean, like again, to see a woman, uh, you know, own a business and then having her sons a part of it. You know, like I said, my father was a part of it, but she 
was definitely in the forefront of it because it was like her baby. I mean, yeah. we were those comic books was there, uh, movie rentals, video games, collectibles. And, you know, in that space, it's kind of like if you guys have ever seen the movie King Richard, where they woke up every day submerged in positivity and what they were called to do, like what was going to be the plan. You know, my parents were always like, you're going to be trailblazers. You're going to be, you know, this is your, you're past the line. We lived in the suburbs. We didn't live in, in the city as much, you know? So like, you know, they really went above and beyond to showcase what it is to be an entrepreneur, you know, like now, like that's a thing, like, you know, people like trying to fight and show like women are this and and, and where they stand. Like I got to see it in the fourth, like, again, it, it's infancy stage, you know, cause it wasn't common to see a black woman with a comic. Mm. You didn't see that, you know, that yeah. wasn't a norm. Um, and then to be living in the suburbs and they're like, well, what do you do? Your dad's and dad's not a doctor or lawyer. He works at the, he looks, works at the post office. He works for the state and you guys have your own comic book store. Like that's, you know, we're, we were, we are already transcending and like doing different things that was not the norm. So I spent that great year, like that infancy stage up until like, again, going into college about being, you know, self-efficient and team players. And, you know, everything was like, you're watching the Godfather on the screen. She's like, you see that you watch that movie right there. You don't have any arguments out in the family, out in public. You do it in private. Like she's like, watch this movie. And it talks wow. about, yeah, we, that was our education. So we had to sit there and watch <laughs> the Godfather and, you know, Al Pacino, like we couldn't just watch it. Like, Oh, what is this? No, no. You see that? That's, that's betrayal right there. That's betrayal. You will not do that. <laughs> you will not, you know, was, <laughs> I remember, you know, watching those type of movies and, and then she'd always have a message, you know, she was like, you know, you are your brother's keeper. My father's mm -hmm. like, leave it better than you find it, you know. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest things they always talked about was you are representing our race, you know, mm -hmm. from like, again, so you're like five years old going into school, knowing that you represent every black person in America. You're like, oh, no problem. Right. Don't eat, no pressure. Eat, you know, eat these crayons a little different, um, you know. <laughs> That's how I eat crayons. Not yeah. eat the crayons. You know, because again, it's like you're a kid. So, you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. you can't be a kid here because, you know, there's there's eyes on you and there's expectations. And, you know, a lot of stuff in film during that time in the 80s, 90s, how were we depicted? How were we looked at? And so it's like, this is they own, this is what other people know. Other races know is what wow, they yeah. see, what yeah. they listen to. Yeah. So... You know, it was important that we were well educated, that we were well spoken. You know, we had we were we were taught in school, homeschooled before we even went to school. You know, our, we, our parents were very structured on making sure that when you leave those doors, you, you know, outside of them saying your kid is great, <laughs> it's they're destined for greatness. Like you're going to make them see something different. Yeah, and man. you know, so it was like when some kid would walk up to me and I'm living on I me mean, again, predominantly white neighborhood going to class and the first thing this kid is saying to me what's up g dog and i'm like i don't even know what that is i don't know what a g or a dog like i know what a dog is like you know i was so i'm a ninja turtle i don't know what was going on you know yeah. mm. and so just being in that space i had to think different i had to move different and it was because that's what how they raised us you know it was mm. to look past what our our skin look past our these the limitations that other people are going to put around you the yeah. box they're going to put you in and then make sure that you can exceed beyond that. And that was like what we were taught while looking at comics, while mm -hmm. drawing, while 
learning how to do music while learning how to be these performers. Mm. You know, my mother was an artist. She she traveled all over doing music until her illness, uh, which was sickle cell, made it hard for her to perform. But, you know, she was a very creative visionary. You know, my father was an entrepreneur. He was doing the, the I mean, it was a joke back then, depending on what movie you watched, when it was with the Amway products. And it was like, oh, you know, then the the Primericas, like my father, hey, son, you want to get into Primerica, son? You want right. to learn? Right, right. Like this, this, this business, you know, you want to get some newspapers and start your own. Like it was always about, you know, entrepreneurship and wanting to do better and, leaving a legacy for your children's children's children like to hear that every day that's what we stood on so it was like when we got into music when we got into uh these performing arts it was different for us because it was something that was already cultivated it wasn't a nothing new it wasn't like hey look at me it was like oh oh you're looking at me okay oh, wow. yeah you know yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like that so that was like the first like segment of my life, the, the first 18 years of just being surrounded by creativity, watching different movies, like the, the just being in that environment, like my movie palette is so different. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, wow. Michael J. Fox, Bruce Willis, Steve Martin, um, Morgan Freeman, like, so it's not like I could go Jackie Chan, Bruce Lee. It was no, it was I'm watching love stories. My mom got me watching Still Magnolias. I'm learning about Dolly Parton. <laughs> You know right. what I'm saying? And, and Trudy and the cake. You know, that yeah. that's my first, you know, real taste of action when she slapped her and then said, oh, you know, that's that's my first action movie. Like and it, you know. and it sounds like she you didn't just watch them. It was like, you see that scene? This is what happened yeah. in that scene, and yeah. learn that from There's that. So it was like yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like you couldn't just watch a yeah. movie as a kid. Oh, it's no. like, oh no, there's a lesson in this specific Yeah. yeah. And, and here's the cool yeah. thing. They did it in a way that I didn't even realize like they were like giving me the lesson. It was like so fun. Like me reading books. We read like they had my mom found comic books that were in form of books. Like I'm reading like Call of the Wild, uh Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer, uh, you know, Buck. All of the, you know, Moby Dick in comic book form. So, like, I was always into reading in, in my brothers and, you know, and, and then it was like creative time. I remember, and this is cool because I, um, we were coloring one time. And, you know, when you were a kid and you really getting good with the crayons, you start coloring real good. Like, you you color on the line just right. And you looking yeah. around and make sure everybody, like, you like a little color manager, making sure everybody coloring the lines. All right. Every, yep. Okay. All right. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, stay on the line, little bro. You know, <laughs> and, and you know, my mom is and she's coloring the sand. I'll never forget this. She's coloring the sand and she's coloring it black. I'm like, Mama, Mama, Mama stop. Hold on. You don't color it black. Black sand ain't black. Mama's brown. You know, say, like, no, baby, there's some black sand out there. No, nah, Mama, you create there's no black sand. Come to find out, I go to the Caribbean. I have yep. an experience. All of a sudden, I'm looking and I see black sand. You know, my mom, and who would have thought, you know, years later that I would have this experience and I could go back. And think like when my mom was teaching me then, you know, these little gems, like there are other parts of the world that you just got to see different, That's you know, so you, wow. yeah, you know, and, and my father, again, you know, he was always, he'd throw a little jab in there, leave it better than you find it, rise and shine, you know, and we we used to hate hearing rise and shine every morning, but now, you know, everyone's talking about mental health and finding ways to stay in a positive space. And what are we doing with giving affirmations? My parents were already doing affirmations. And when we were at our infancy stage and not even realizing it, you know, like 
and and then to carry that on you know i i do that when i'm around other people i i give them flowers i'm speaking on them and learning things and saying things and so it was just you know being in that space like they did a great job of nurturing that gift and then when they saw that okay he, they want to do music they okay i see that they anything we wanted to try they made it available to try. Now we didn't like it. We oh. had to finish it out though. We had to finish out the season, the semester, whatever it yep. was. Just but, uncommon now. Right. Right. Now you you don't like it? Okay, whatever. Swipe yeah. left. You don't like yeah. it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dislike. We ain't got small review. We ain't got to do it. You know, whatever to get you to be quiet, shut up. And in, in, you know, but now, you know, that that nurturing part. You know, they did a really good job of that. You know, sometimes I felt, you know, like I would like to do something different, but, you know, they would always be like, look, you can quit, but what the, the results of you quitting, you know, they mm -hmm. always like put it in a way like, yeah, you could, you could not finish, but what, but then look, look what's going to happen to this, you know, we'll never know what you could have been capable of, you know, yeah. are you cool with that? Are you okay with me not seeing what you're capable of? Yeah. You know, is this your best? You know, so that's what I grew up with. You mentioned King Richard, which is mm. a phenomenal movie with Will Smith, one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Um, and about the Serena and Venus and their story. Mm -hmm. And I and I remember like you're right, they it was so interesting of how positive their black family was in LA mm -hmm. yep. to do something completely different. And it sounds yeah. like your family was very much similar similar to that with mm -hmm. a comic book store, like First yeah. of all, a black family with a comic book store not in Michigan. Yeah. Right. And it's just like it's 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 amazing to to think your parents were like ahead of the curve in, in yeah. terms of like yeah. instilling these life lessons yeah. in you yeah. that yeah. you're that you're literally mm -hmm. reciting, like you can mm -hmm. say it in your sleep. And yeah. yeah. So first of all, shout out to your parents. Yeah, for, I have uh, to give them, I have to give their credit. Yeah, yeah. shout out to them. Cause yeah, I, I even learned about vision boards because of them. I remember the wow. first time my mother, yeah, my mother put a picture of the house, and I remember the gold BMW, and I remember the gold BMW being driven into the the parking lot, and you know, and I was like, how? And I never got it to ask her because she passed away. God bless her. I never got to ask her like, what? How did you know to do? that like what made you want to put something on the piece of paper and say i'm going to visualize this because i get how people do it now but she was doing it back then like yeah. 80s like wow. that's not there wasn't a thing wow. you know so yeah like that's that's how amazing those life lessons were and just instilling that level of black excellence and you know and just because it was you didn't see that you yeah. know what I'm saying? you know and again for better like that my parents were perfect let me be clear but <laughs> but what they gave me, you know, it gave me a shot to do something different. They gave me the ability to not only break the cycle from the things that they couldn't break off, but also gave me the ability to trailblaze and make a way for others, mm -hmm. you know, like to per find a way to persevere, you know, and that's something I can always like to, uh, to give to them as well. You know, okay. yeah. So right. you said, um, about how your parents taught you to see past your skin color. And mm -hmm. you had a classmate say, what up, G-Dog? And you had no idea what he was talking uh, about. Yeah. Um, talk to us about, did you, like, wrestle with, like, 
how to be black or was that instilled in you as well? Oh, so I'll put it like this. The the I felt my and I reason I bring up my mother so much. My like my father, he was he was he's worked. You know, he never I can't ever think of him not having a job. My father worked. So, you know, but the the a lot of the moments that I had um you know my mother like when she when she carried me to the grocery store you know a a kid is asking where is his tail you know she she was able to brush that she able to answer that brush that off where it wouldn't affect me it wasn't until the we had just moved to the suburbs and my brother we, we visited one of our friends and we're playing with them everyone was playing like this cops and robbers thing and I'm looking for my little brother. I can't find him. And all of a sudden I look and he's on the ground on the concrete. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, you got to get away. He's got a gun. And I'm like, who has a gun? What are you talking about? And I look and there's this white guy pointing his gun through the window and he's saying, get down on the ground or I'll shoot you. And I, and again, my parents instilled in us, you can't, a brother's keeper can't leave him. And I'm like, I'm not gonna leave my brother. So I get down on the ground. I'm laying down with him. The guy comes over. He kicks the toy gun. It scrapes across concrete. So you know what that sounds like. That's plastic. We and he's and he holds us there with the gun until the cops come. The cops come, and you know my friend is pissed. His mom is pissed. We don't understand what's going on. We just know all I know is my brother was on the ground, and I had to get on the ground. Because he said he had a gun in our face. That's all I knew. Our parents had to sit us to the side and tell us, well, it's because you're black. We that, that Yeah. We don't know what that means. What you age know? was this? This was in elementary. Wow. Yeah. This was in elementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like uh, This was like maybe second, third grade, maybe. Wow. Um, may, maybe somewhere around there. And, you know she had to tell that they had to explain that to us. And then I would hear my father say he can't jog to work because no one's going to believe that he's jogging to work in this nice neighborhood. Wow. Then we heard, you know, and this is like, it is building. And it's like, then it's, um, we can't, he can't drive the car at night because he got stopped again. And it's like, because of what? Well, because he's driving a BMW. Because of what? Because he's black. You know, the first time they throw a rock through my through our, our, our family van, um, you know, they got to explain to us, you know, why. You know, so that's when it became, you know, uh, we have to tell them because if we don't, the world's going to come penalize them in ways and they're not going to be ready for it. You know, so it's like when we wow. go to school, you know, she's like, they're going to try stuff on you. Like, like when we get ready to go to middle school, you know, middle school, you start doing showers and stuff. And that's the first experience. And so she's, she's like, okay, so just so you know, they're going to be looking at you in the shower. Well, why, you know, because they're going to want to know about the myth. Well, what myth, you know, that, you know, cause you're black, that you're going to have a big dick. And then she didn't say dick to me as I was a kid. So she's a penis. <laughs> You know, my mom had had a little crass. You know, she she had sailor mouth, but she she didn't say dick right away. You know, I didn't come back. <laughs> she started using that to us in high school. Then you know, it's like okay, you didn't heard some stuff. I know you know some stuff, but right, right, yeah. So when she said, "Pete," I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, I got a big one. I'm, I I got hype. I got excited. That was like good news for me. But 
you know, that's because I was, oh. you know, I was a create, I was a creative head. So I was like, oh, I got a big one. That oh, so if anyone, so basically, when I go, I'm like, if anyone needs to dry off and they're having trouble with the shot with the fan, don't worry, I got you. I would just, you know, you not good. the, not the, not the fan. Yeah, but that's, but you know, what I'm saying, but she had to explain to us that that's what they're, you're going to deal with. Now, granted, I looked at it in a creative way because I was this type of kid, but she had to explain it. And, and she was right because when I got there, you know, they were looking at me. And I'm like, I'm doing my own thing. Like, I'm like, well, who you about to get rid the magic mic show of a lifetime? I'm ready. You know, I'm not doing push ups. Just embraced it. Right. I, I embraced it. But, she, you know, it's because I, you know, but there were other times where, you know, I couldn't talk to the girl because she was like, I can't take you to the dance because my parents would, would flip out. Yep. That's not happening. Yep. Or, you know, you're really cool, but, you know, Yep. Or you're not black enough. I had that happen. You know, it was the flip side of that. My parents yep. was like, you know, when Dave Chappelle said, you know, you're rich enough, you know, but you poor around some of your friends. I wasn't poor, but there was, there was like, they wasn't doing the shoe stuff. They weren't doing, you know, they wouldn't give me that. They was like, no, no, you, you get some XJ from Payless. These are, these are regular shoes, shoes are shoes. It took my cousins from the city to be like, look, you you gotta, you can't keep doing that to him. You're gonna mess him up, mess up his childhood. He he's getting older now. He needs shoes with a name brand and not some weird little number, you know. Yep. But in that mm. space, though, you know, because I did want to be cool. I did want to be this black that they were like, yo, well, you don't have you don't have Jordans. I'm like, what the, mm. nah, I, I'm, I like the Lakers. I didn't even know what <laughs> like, but that again, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. They didn't want to hear that. They looking like where you know he's black. Well, you got you got to have on Jordans. Uh, and so I'm 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 taking my model paint and painting my shoes. I'm looking at Jordans on online. I'm painting my shoes. I get to school and I'm like, ha ha! I got some now. And, and and no, that no, that's not how that works. That's plagiarism. That's so you were that's creative not... from like jump. Like, you see, yeah, you see, an, you jump. see an issue. You're like, okay, well, yeah. I could fix it. Let me paint yeah. my shoes. Yeah, no. And then like the paint got everywhere and the janitor can't get it off. And they gotta use they gotta use paint then and they look at me, this is more the these dang little nick. Like, you know, I could see right. it on his face. But he he don't I, I don't get what's going on, man. Hey man, I'll just shoot my shot. I'm just trying to be what everybody wants me to be, because I'm trying to be, you know, but then like it just didn't work, but it was like it worked for me, you know. But right. Yeah, it was but but it was very hard because then I would hang out with my cousins, they calling me an Oreo. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even like Oreos. I'm a, I like Chips Ahoy. But they were like, hey, <laughs> no. Yeah. And it was like, no, he, he's always, he got a smart mouth. He always flipping something because they would say stuff to me and I'd have to take something and do something with it. So it was like, hot potato. I don't like that. Uh, oh, you, you ain't black enough. Well, your mama. Well, at least I, can, <laughs> at least I know who my mama is. Oh, right. oh, you know, it was, it was like, you know, I had to get in that space. It's kind of like Will Smith's book when he talked about the jokes that he had to do in order to get to that space. And he's like, once he got there, he was able to yeah. combat anything. Yep. And it, it kind of felt the same way for me. You yeah. know, when I'm dealing with these black issues, you know, I'm not black enough, mm -hmm. but I can get, I can get to fights every day. You know, I, I'm not, mm -hmm. you know, it's, and it was like, I would fight black kids because they said I was too good because I talked proper. And it's like, oh, he got two, he got two, uh, he got two in Nintendos. Let's really fight him. And I'm like, you just haters. And then I'm like, you know, learn how to fight them. And then I got the white kids talking because they want to call me monkey and they want to use like every derogatory thing they could think of. And I'm yeah. like, 
ask your mama how derogatory. So I'm like, I'm fighting this person <laughs> over here, you know, but during the midst of all this craziness, I'm also ha having like the best time of life. I'm learning how to write stories. I'm drawing and like everyone knows I'm creative on both sides, you know, in this thing. And it was like, but my, it was very hard to, for my parents, I'm sure to have those conversations, but it was like, you had to, Yeah. if you didn't, it was like, yeah. when I go to school, I come back, I have a problem and I tell them about it. They're like, he's got it. He's got to defend himself. You know, even yeah. with that, like they used to be, they used to be able to push us around, slap us up. And my mom's like, you're not anyone's punching bag. Mm. You know, mm. you know, let's, let's get that clear. And you can't start a fight, but you can finish it. Yeah. Once I got the clearance. Right. And I was watching, I remember I was watching Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon 1. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to use that tomorrow. Oh, that, I'm going to use that. You know, <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, Carl Weathers, uh, when he said Action Jackson, he said, now you done pissed me off. I'll never, I was in Detroit when I said that before I put him through the piano. I was like, oh, you know, it was, I got, it was like, we known it, we got, we went from the creative kids to the karate kids every school right. we went to. It was, you know, because we knew we was going to fight at school. It's like, wow. they're either going to fight us over our, our blackness or our lack thereof. So it was like, mm. you know, but, wow. you know, again, they had to educate us and it was very hard, you know. You know, mm -hmm. where, where Tony and I grew up, we went through similar mm -hmm. things in terms of, we're, we grew up in a small town in Pennsylvania called Chambersburg. Okay. And Tony's mixed, so he already yeah. battles. Oh, that, yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. You mm -hmm. know, and then, yep. um, same thing with my hometown. It's like, there's not a lot of black people, but I was not black enough because I talked proper. Yep. And then too black because I'm also dark skinned yep. for the white people. I remember yep. um, I was a sophomore and I went on this date with this girl. She was a senior and I was like, I'm balling right now. I got me a senior. She was white. Mm -hmm. And it was like a couple of days before homecoming. We went, we were driving to her, her house. Well, she was driving me because I couldn't drive. We were going to her house mm -hmm. and um, she was like, oh no, my parents are home. So like we, she's like, when we get to the railroad tracks, you have to put your seat down because they're going to drive past us. And I was like, wait, what? She was like, yeah, because if they see that I'm with a black man, they will get really upset. And I was like, that was one wow. of the first experiences I've, I've had. Wow. I can yeah. vividly, I remember that to the day. I remember those railroad tracks. Even when we when I go back home and I drive over those railroad tracks, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. this is where yeah. I had to duck because of my skin color. Yeah. And mm. hearing, hearing your stories, mm. it's like, wow, I can, you're saying these things. I'm like, yep, yep. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. interesting that. Like you're saying this with a smile on your face and you're <laughs> saying this like it's almost nothing because as black people, mm. we learn to just keep it pushing. Even your, like oh you were saying God. with your mom, your mom, like they would say things about you when you were younger and your mom mm -hmm. would just kind of blow it off and she would just keep it pushing. Mm -hmm. um, so my, I guess my question for you would be when I started playing sports, mm -hmm. that's when all that went away because mm. I, I was I was like the best athlete, one of the best mm. athletes in our high school. So all mm. that went away. They were like, we love Conroy no matter what. Right, so was there right. a moment where <laughs> for you where like it didn't matter how black you were or lack thereof, but because you were mm. that guy? Mm. Uh, that's mm. funny. Um, it, in a way, it, it wasn't a, a, a black thing. It was more so. Well, I, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. But that I would say for myself. It, it was a realization because my mother, again, she was a, an amazing artist. You know, unfortunately, her 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 illness didn't allow her 
to pursue it as much as she wanted, uh, especially with the cold, like her, like sickle cell and cold did not go together. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, musically, um, I'll never forget. It was a Chicago trip. Um, cause prior to that, like I was doing always in my own space. Like, I mean, I was cool with, you know, singing in the bathroom, you know, and they'd be like, why do you always Shower. singing? Yeah. 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 But I mean, I could really do it. Like, you know, like, cause my mom, we'd wake up every day, like we're singing, we're putting our clothes away, we're singing, you, you in trouble, you in the corner singing, you know, when you, when you in timeout, you singing, when, when you eating snacks, you singing, it was ice cream. It was a lot of singing. So, and she was all about showmanship and, and, and giving it, you know, she's like, you're not working if you're not sweating, you know, um, you know, she was a big, uh, she was always listening to Whitney Houston and, you know, uh, 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 Diana Ross and Supremes. And I remember, and, uh, 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 what's his name? Luther, Luther Vandross, like all these mm. amazing mm -hmm. artists, yep. you know, playing. And then, so I'm listening to the music. So I'm like, you know, as I'm growing up, I have, I'm having my taste for music, you know, and I was, and I was listening to Shy and I was just really into this group. And, you know, I asked, could I take my CD player? She's like, sure, no problem. Cause I'm like, she's like, again. And when you're on a school bus, it's you see the high, the, 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 how it goes in life. You know, like if you, if you're right behind the bus driver, you're not even cool. It's, it just, <laughs> you just had to sit somewhere, but you, yeah. you're not, you're not, you can't right. sit with the emo kids. You can't sit with the preppy kid. You can't even sit with the special kid. Like you, and the cool kids are in the back. Yep. You don't even like you're you're not even thinking about that. The teacher's like, here, here you go. You just sit here. <laughs> first, you know, first, first right. sight. Right. You go, you go right behind the like. So I'm like, whatever. That's fine. I got my music. It's a three-hour drive. And once we got there, I'm listening and I'm playing my stuff. And a couple of guys, they heard the music and they, hey, can we join in? And I'm like, I don't care. We're walking through the uh the museum in Chicago. It's great. I love acoustics. I hear acoustics. I instantly have to just feel the room. That's just me. Um, so that day I'm like, you know, feeling it. And I like the acoustics is great. There's a one part of the song. It's a high note. I hit this high note with my mom all the time. I don't think about it. These guys, they like, they know it's coming. The girls are all of a sudden, everybody's watching and they stop because they don't want to look stupid. What song I hit is it. it. What uh, song is it? Comforter. Okay, I thought yeah. I was, if I ever fall in love. Oh, that came that that it uh, so that that's was, where you went all the girls. So the, the it, it I, I won everybody. It was great. It was, <laughs> I, I hit the dang. I so I hit the dang note, and they all turn and look like what? Who? Well, how did you do that? Was that you? That the thing? And I was like, because of the acoustics, I let go a little more than I used to because it was a, a wider sound. Yeah. And I didn't think about it, but I remember my mom saying, if you really love what you're doing, you're going to sweat. And I felt that little bit. And yeah. And then they were like, well, what else can you do? It was like unbreakable. Like, okay, you put that up. What else? And and then I'm putting up, I'm, I'm putting up hit heavy songs with Michael Jackson. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. And now I'm rocking in the back, back with all the kids now that everyone's like, Hey, can you sing this song? Can you can you write lyrics? Hey, can you learn the words for this? I'm learning like Babyface and you know all these VH1 R uh 90210 song. Like, what is this? Um, can you learn this Brian, this green song? This Brian McKnight. That's when Brian McKnight, that was when I learned Ooh, about him. Yeah, right. Yes. I'm learning, yes. I'm learning how to sing these songs and talk to women. And so now I'm going back into my my movie box. You know, I'm what am I watching? I'm watching Roxanne, I'm watching Splash, I'm watching 
um, you know, all these love movies, you know, and 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 these things where you're trying to communicate to a woman and like the special guy, you know, trying to get the girl. That's me now. And I'm having these experiences with these like, you know, older girls in, 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 in grades. And they're like, yo, you're so cool. You're so this. And, you know, that creative vibe. And they're like, there's something about you when you be singing, you know, like, you know, they, they understand it. The ones who are my age, they're not, they're like, it's, they're, they're loving it. But the ones, the older ones, they're like, hey, how you doing? And now I'm yeah. getting some of those life lessons in there. And I'm like, oh, this is, oh, wow. Okay. Right, mm-hmm. right. School's in session. <laughs> you know, so but I, that was when, you know, it definitely hit was that feeling where no one, no one saw me for anything other than it's just the love for the music, yeah. you know, and I, and I loved that and I appreciated that. And that started everything. And then people like my artwork and, you know, they's like, he's always drawing comics and he's always drawing. I, I get most creative, you know, and it's, I get to sing in the school dance. Um, I get to open up for YA boys and men with my brothers. Like it becomes a whole thing, you know? And, you know, like music definitely started for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was the catalyst. So what I hear you saying is you're about to try out for the mad singer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I actually, I actually um, auditioned when they, when I was, a, when I was really trying to audition um, was I did uh, American Idol a couple of times, but there was one time when my space was like really popping but I didn't, I didn't, no one was, unless you were like into social media, like I didn't think like that, you know, like, yo, check out my, my space. But I kid you not, I had, I was on J- David, was it like David Letterman, like, they, like segments of people, like they, they were filming. And cause I had like the whole, like my sea of people behind me talking about startup. Cause I could freestyle on top of the singing. So I was doing this whole thing and this guy with his guitar was just rocking. And, you know, Simon Cowell's girl at the time was like, with the voice like, oh, that's amazing. What is this stirring up you're doing? Like, and I'm just like, oh, let me show you how I do it. And the dun, dun, and, you know, it's hit it. One, two, three, and boom, boom. And then just freestyle and just, you know, wow. come off the top. Yeah, like my, my journey was so fun with that, with the music. And then my, make another band. I went, I auditioned for that stuff, but Again, Sheesh. my this parents. Is like, this is our childhood. Yeah, yeah, right, like right. And it's crazy. But the cool thing, my parents did a great job early on, and they were like, "You don't have to wait for anyone." Like, you know, my mm. brother started, you know, producing, and my dad bought him, you know, music equipment to learn how to produce. And you know, we're going to MSU, sneaking into the, onto the campus, learning how to make beats. And you know, I finally get past the metronome, and I start learn make, making beats and start making my own music. We start recording. You know, so instead of waiting for labels, we are the label. We start our own label. We traveled all over the uh, the U.S. and toured, and you know, we sell you know thousands of CDs. I've had my music stolen, you know, um, by mainstream artists. Like this, like I had a whole experience, you know, with music. Like, you know, where I'm glad I didn't wait on someone to say, "Hey, you know what? I think you're good enough." Like we know, we like we know we're good enough. Let's go get it. And you know, what I'm saying, wow. yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, Damn. yeah. You're right. You build stuff. Yeah. 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 We talk to be builders. Like it, it, and it goes a testament to show like when you have people around you like that, you know, that's why I love the King Richard movie just because of how they talked to the kids yeah. to hear that and to protect their minds. Like my parents did the best they could, you know, in their own way to prepare us, propel us and get us in that space where like this, if this is what you want, go get it and go make it like your gift will make room for you among men 
you know, I saw, you know, what it was like to build and, you know, to have an idea and go get it. You know, I saw when they built the shelves and, you know, when, you know, when they went and got the 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 comics and, you know, the the colors and the food, like the, to put in the, the idea of what that's going to look like, you know, it didn't just appear like someone had to set that up, you know, and I, I love them for that. Like that was the one thing that, you know, helped us. You know, when it was time to strike into our own, it was like, well, how do we make our beats? Like I made, yeah. beats, you know, yeah. how I marketed our music, you know, selling our music. You know, my brother, you know, was getting us to go out to different uh, colleges to sell our CDs, getting kicked out on campus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To sell CDs like, you know, but it was one of those things like if it wasn't for that, I don't know how I would be here having this conversation with right. you guys right now. Like that was the that was the essence and it was like you had to take it where if someone asked you to perform whether it was one person or ten thousand like the most i've ever got to perform for was like over like i think over ten thousand people like just Jeez. rocking out on a stage so when i get to you know uh nickelodeon and my first time seeing choreo that they're like okay so this is what you got to do for choreo and you have dialogue and you're going to do all these things. And I'm like, and then you got to perform in front of all these people first. Like, what is that? I've never done. Well, yes, you have. You've done it. Mm. You may have not done that, but you've done this. That translates mm. to that. So now we can rock. And, mm. you know, and it's like that That on top of what you instill yourself with, you know, the, 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 the training, the mindset, you know, knowing when to take the ego off to put the ego on, you know, Everyone's their own Neo in their matrix. Like when you know when you you're That's the scary. one, you you know what I'm saying? I can stop the bullets now. I, I I I now I can open the door. Now I can go fly. Like, you know, because of what's instilled to me, you know. That's 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 what you want. Like that's what you want to get to. And my parents did such a great job with that, nurturing our music, nurturing our art, nurturing our hearts and our mindset. So it's like you you really wasn't limited, you know. So Yo, Gene, this this is good stuff, man. But talk to us more about what got you into acting. Oh man, uh, I mean that comic book. <laughs> it's funny. I was looking at your guys' list of questions, and that's another thing too. Um, I think it's about depth. Like it might have started like, oh, I could do that. You know that thing that I see on TV. You know, I I seen Keanu Reeves. You know, when he did point break, I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I want to do that. I I yeah. wanna I wanna surf and have a, a real spiritual experience and then have this moment with a woman on the on a on a surfboard and we over here talking in waves, even though I don't like cold water, but I want to do something like that, you know, and <laughs> and, and or <laughs> you know, how how much do I love somebody to jump out of a plane and and, and want to go save them? Like you know, there's so many other ways he could have did that, but he's decided right. to, ju you know, I was like, or or when Will Smith was running down the thing and Bad Boys and the shirt is opened up. I love running. <laughs> you know, I was like, I want my Tom Cruise moment where I can run top fucking speed. And they're just like, look at him run. I want that. You know, I was like, I could see myself doing that. I love running. Tom yeah. runs. You know, I, yeah. you know, um, I knew I had all the tools. Like I had a big head. I knew, you know, a lot of actors, they have big heads, you know, and. My shit was huge. Kids, kids let me know early on. Do you want? I knew that I was destined for, for film because they always talk about my head. We can't see because you need to see me. That's 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 why <laughs> my head is designed for you to see it. So right, you know, don't look like, past me. Look at me. Yeah, look at me. Yeah, the camera's right here down the middle. Boom. I, you know, 
I so it was just all jokes aside, it was uh, <laughs> it was a lot of movies like you know mm-hmm. in that comic book store. Uh, Keanu Reeves, um, Indiana Jones, watching the Goonies, uh, you know, Splash, uh, George Lucas when he did a lot, E.T., you know, uh, when we got to go get the special tickets for Batman because we had, you know, and I get to see the Batmobile up close, you know, being in spaces where most people don't get to see that, but because of the, you know, the comic book store, you know, because, you know, my mother rolled with what God gave her. You know, it was like it allowed me to see where I wanted to be myself. And I wanted to be a well-rounded entertainer. I wanted to be like a Tom Cruise. I wanted to be like a Michael J. Fox. You know, some of these people that you look at and they do these amazing things. And they travel all over the world. And and then once I started not just looking at them, but really getting in depth on like how Tom Cruise, not only he produces all his films and has his own production companies, like, or, you know, uh, Sylvester Stallone, when he he's writing and directing, you know, a lot of the people that I liked, they were the people that created their own way. They didn't just yeah. take what was given to them. They said, this is what I'm giving you. And this is what you're going to give me for it. You know, cause they knew their value, you know, like I, I, the last film I worked on, you know, I was like, how do I get to a space where you know how much money you're worth? Like, how do you know when, like, how do you, like, not like, not on some ego, like, man, I'm worth a million dollars. Like, but why? Why are you worth a million? What what about you is worth a million? If someone that, you know, if someone likes to throw that question at you, like, well, what makes you different from everybody else? Well, you're talking to me. Out of all the people you could be talking to the world, you chose to talk to me. Mm. That's, how, that's, that's what makes good. you different. You know what I'm saying? Or the fact that I put much into my craft, you know, and it's the ones who start, you know, digging in the crates. You know, that's a, that's a music term you know, digging in and studying, you know, I, I watched so many movies, but like I watched with an eye, you know, you know, like I'm when when Daniel Kaluuya is doing this thing, like, I'm like, yo, my man ain't blinked one time, man. When he did a thing on Nope, like I, all while I was in, in the Caribbean for that month and a half, I watched Nope and pray. Those are only two movies. And then when I, when bleach and the anime came out, I watched that, but it was like, well, I was watching my man, and I was looking at his movements. I was like, you can't watch this. Like, you get the experience on a big screen. That's great. But the study, like, it's got to be right here in your face. You got to be front seat, front and center, nothing yeah. else going on, and be able to stop it, pause it, rewind it, look at it, and say, wait a minute. Why was that moment better than that one? Why, why does this resonate with me? What was he doing there? What was she doing there? You know, and once I started thinking like that, my journey became that much more in depth into what I wanted to be as an actor. I didn't want to just be an actor who could just do enough. I wanted to be a Swiss army knife. I wanted to be like, I wanted to be able to keep the mm. camera rolling. I wanted to, you know, get the bang for your buck. Like if you've got the camera on me, I want you to not want to take your eyes off. I don't yeah. want you to scroll no more. I don't want you to be like, no, oh, we need to find somebody else. No matter. Give it to him. Give yeah. it to him. Mm. Damn. That's you know so what? Good. Yeah, you know, I want to put put him in that other scene. Yo, he he died. Bring him back. I, I, that's when you know when they bring you back. You, when you bring you back to life, you blew up. Yeah, but what happened was there was <laughs> you just appear out of nowhere, right? Just out of nowhere. You know, it's like the Truman Show. All of a sudden, the rain come down, and I, here I am. Yes, they brought me back. They love me. You know. So, so is that why you? Um, I mean, you, I know you corrected us earlier, but is that why you? Um, are an actor who is trained like a stuntman. Is that why you wanted to go into stunts as mm-hmm. well to to keep the 
camera rolling essentially yeah yeah uh, because i as you know when i started out and i started looking at you know because you're you're doing background or something you get to really watch from from different facets you know and i remember watching certain people and i was like man i thought i thought such and such did that or dang they, they can't do that and then you know you hear the crew talking like man and i would man they, they could have did that you know and I, I like and then sometimes some things are ego and then some things you are that you really can't do and i noticed a lot of the films you know sometimes you gotta be able to do stuff on the fly and you know and it's like if you don't have the training you can't do it you only everybody's bruce lee till the cameras roll everyone mm. do that you know everyone everybody can do that kick like i man, i want to do that jump kick can you can you though? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or do we got to edit the kick? Or do or do we got to put somebody in to really who can who who specializes in kicking? Who who really who really did the work? Mm-hmm. And I didn't. What I did, I, I kind of took like a Batman approach. Like I didn't want to, you know, like he really learned about the other elements. Like he really submerged himself. It wasn't just like, oh, I do that. No, it was like, I really can do that. Like, no, you can really put me in a room and I will create something. I can yeah. create action. I can, like, you can give me action on the day, and that pressure of I have to hit it today. Like, no, there was no prep. Like, no, there was no. You had like five five months out. Okay, we can start you in the gym, and someone's gonna put you on the regiment. And then no, no, like I had to do it. I yeah. no, the person you slammed on the ground, that was me. The person that took the hit and then can keep it going, that was me. The person that was like, oh man, I I, I can assess the best way to do this and not hurt myself or not to the point where I'm not in the hospital. That's what I wanted to do. And, you know, that's what made it where that's what it was for me. I just wanted to get more out of the experience, more bang for the buck. And the only way to really do it is to live it, breathe it and do it. So, you know, when I was training with these people, like I was training with these people, like I have years, like I, I know what it's like for, you know, to be on set and and you and you're not there the can you're not you're not the main star you know you you it's not you okay mm. you, 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 and yeah. and a coordinator does not have to worry about that you know cuz they hear that you're an actor like is this mug going like do some stuff like the per- if they have to think about you in that way you're not getting a job if wow. and, and that's any job if a person do like man are they going to if the person would be like they got it if i call you i ain't got to think about it not one person mm. has i've only had two times where i've actually had to, to literally convince a coordinator that i can do something because he was like oh you're an actor no 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 no. yeah i act but i can do it now this is in my wheelhouse i can do it i i'm not gonna fake the funk if i can't do it i'm not gonna say i can i know a lot of actors that's the one problem they have is they can do anything they can do everything because i'm an actor like yeah in theory but in this business when it comes to the stunt side of things you can't lie about your skills Mm. either you got them or you don't yeah. and you know and, and and it's like about it's about everyone someone's word like if your stunt performer messes up you know it's not just on them it's on the coordinator it's on who yeah. referred like they're gonna remember it's like a list and you don't want to be that person like you want to rise to the occasion you know and that's the honor of someone saying hey you can do the job that means you're gonna do the damn job so when yeah. a coordinator calls me on the stunt side of things they know they ain't got to worry about, yo, is he going to try to get camera time? No, I'm going to do the job. What are we doing? What's what's the job? I'm shooting. Who am I shooting? That's who am good. I shooting? Because I'm shooting. Yeah. You know, so it, it's like you want to be consistent. Like you want them yeah. to, when they when they call you up or call your manager up, 
they know mm-hmm. what they're going to get and, yeah. I, and that makes you yeah. available and it makes you valuable to yeah. Yeah. everybody which i think yeah. is is such a great mindset and and even hearing how you were studying when you were um in the caribbean it's like you're a student of the game it's like it's like you're an athlete yeah and I mean, you you're like you're a professional. That's what you are. You're a professional yeah, yeah. in the way you're studying film. Like the fact that you said he didn't blink for three minutes or something like that. It's like who was looking at that? Yeah, you know, right, right, right. <laughs> and yeah. that's 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 amazing because I, I I played rugby professionally for a little bit, mm. um, and I never studied film like that. It's because like I'm more of like I just didn't like it at, at the time to be honest. Oh, really? yeah. uh, I I do like it now, but. Mm. Um, you do get those those professional athletes who study the game. Like LeBron looks at looks at yeah. basketball way differently. Tom Brady looks at yep. basketball way differently. And it's like yep. hearing what you're doing and like already seeing your accolades. It's like I'm glad I'm glad you got on our podcast now because yeah. it's hey, like, hey, thank you. Thank your trajectory you. is about oh. to is about crazy. You about to blow up. Right. And I mean, you already have. And the main thing we really want to talk about is Wakanda forever. And Mm -hmm. Tony and I were excited for for this for probably, I don't know how many years. We were excited for multiple years. And when we heard it was coming out, it was. Tell us, first of all, what was your role in Wakanda forever? And then, uh, like, what was your experience like? My role was a Jabari warrior. I was part of the, the, the Jabaris. Uh, so that was an experience all in itself. And even with that, like like you were saying, um, I'm going to touch on some a little bit. The the prep, um, like the school, like really studying the game. Like any person that I've met in this business, they the, 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 the ones that were like, top of the cream of the crop those are the ones that really study the game like and, and that's in any sport any genre anything that's the ones who really wanted to study the ones who wanted to get in-depth knowledge the ones that stepped out of their comfort zone to reach out to a to a rival the uh, the one that said you know hey you're better at me at this thing teach me show me you know like a kobe like kobe learned from everybody you know what i'm saying and look at you know that's why you, he's legendary today so like when I got the the opportunity to play a Jabari, you know, it, it was, it became something more to me because of the depth of what, you know, the seeds that my parents put in me, like representing your whole race. Wow. Full circle you know, moment. Yeah. Yeah. My mother, she, like again, comic book store, she passed away. So it's for me to get booked on Wakanda forever you know, it's the first time watching it. Now I'm in it, you know, I, and I remember the first mm-hmm. time I, I I got to physically audition for uh, Black Panther the first time, you know, one, that was the, that was a crazy experience because it was like, I got in, didn't know anybody, didn't know much of what to expect. I knew nothing. And, you know, I couldn't even, and it's like, you can't have that flow like water mentality when, You've not when you don't know your space, when you don't know when you don't know yourself, when you don't know your body, you can't flow like water. You can only flow so much. You know, you might have a moment, but water doesn't water doesn't impact you for a moment, it impacts you for a lifetime. So it's like if you can't do it, and it's like, yo, that was you killed it from when I said act when I said three, two, one action to cut, 
If it we can't use it, you lost it. Didn't matter. A piece is not enough. I feel like mm. that that like a piece is not enough. It's like music. A piece is not. I can't just be like, yo, the song was dope when I hit the high note. So, so for the whole three minutes and fifty five seconds, the, the only part we could really care about is the high note. That no, that's whack. That's that for me. Now somebody mm. else. They may love that they was able to sing that one high note and care about that. I want to care about the whole song. I, I want it. So when I got this opportunity, it was so much more to me. And then it was like, on top of that, I had like, I had injuries that I had to go push through because I'm a bigger guy and certain movements. I'm like, but this is the job. Like you, you here now. Yeah. Whatever reason you're here, this like I learned so much on that shoot, on that project, and uh, I'll see how best I can explain it. Like one, I had I had I had something to offer. You know, you have a strength, and you have a weakness. You'll have it throughout the rest of your life. Wherever you are in life, whatever you rely on your strengths, and then still work on your weaknesses. That now you don't need to tell everyone where your weaknesses are. You don't need to do that unless it's unless you need to like a doctor, physician, you know, you know, if you're about to do something and you know, you might, Hey man, this might go. Hey, then it's like, you need to tell somebody, but that's a lot of times you can't tell people your weaknesses. I've, I learned that even for, for better, for worse, you, when you put it out there, not everybody's going to receive what you say the way you do. Mm-hmm. And you can't say, oops, I'm sorry. Hey, well, Hey man, I'm just telling you cause I'm a good guy. Yeah, that's great. Help pay with good intention. That's, you know, I learned that on, on Wakanda as well. Um, you know, the, 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 the energy, you know, to have so many people coming together to work on one project and then having moments like, you know, I had moments where I got to help my camera work helped the team, you know, it was like the, the part where they're, uh, where the women are climbing, men and women are climbing up the thing to see what that looks like to the part where they're jumping down to see what that looks like. I got to help out here moments there. You know, to help 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 out with the process. Here's the footage. Boom, no problem. Hey, who wants to shoot a fight? No problem. Hey, who? who um, let's build some choreo. You know, wow. and then and, and then because like some of it you can't do. You know, like and there's there's some things I'm looking at that that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. <laughs> now I could focus on what I can't do. That's phenomenal. That 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 phenomenal person did, or I could focus on the phenomenal I can bring, and mm-hmm. and focus on that. And I was like, yo, you know, you know what you bring into the table. Nobody's going to be able to do what you do. Be you. Be the best you can be. And, you know, what are you good at? My eyes, you know, I'm, you know, like I said, I, I analyze. Like, I don't just, I'm not just a performer. I shoot. I edit. I know how to chop things together. I know how to, I know how the camera works. I know what's a lot, you know, I know how to work in that space. You can, we can have that conversation. This isn't my first rodeo. Like, if you look at my IMDb, I don't just have acting and stunts. I also yeah. have camera work as well. You know, from drones to, you know, uh, documentary style. I mean, I've hopped on a hoverboard and shot stuff for previs. Like, I can go. So I can also, all that to say, to put that in my performance. So when I'm standing in front of a coordinator or Ryan Coogler, you know, I can have that that level of excellence. This I'm, I'm ready. When the camera's rolling and it picks up all these great moments and you need motivation for your character. Well, I'm my best representation for my people right now. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I can carry that on my back and it's not going to derail me. I've been carrying that since I was yay high. This is no, this moment is just now 
on screen and I, I, I'm as a warrior, like what better way to, to, to show that, you know, I put that on my Instagram. I was like, you know, my parents wanted me my best, you know, best representation. This is, this is it. You know, I felt yeah. like on Wakanda, I was able to do that. You know, um, you know, it was just great to be around such phenomenal performers and they weren't just phenomenal performers. These people were phenomenal training and they, their training regimen, like, they, you know, they stayed working out. Like I, th- I, th- I think that's the one thing I like about stunts uh, o- over the acting is there for the actor. There's a stunt man or stunt woman. For the stunt man, there is no stunt man. For the stunt man, mm. they got to do it. Mm. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. There's you can have one that can drive. You got one that can fight, but there's no something like, hey man, I'll drive for you. You drive for me. You know, I'm, I do close. No, it's not like that. Like everyone has their thing that they have to do. And, and and on that film, you know, it was just so cool to see that, you know, and I learned a lot, like, you know, positions of power. Like there's a lot of moving heads on those projects. But, you know, when you just hand your footage off to somebody, when you just do something, you just, yeah, hey, here you go. You, If that's where you want to be, that's cool. But when you get to a space where you're like, okay, I, I want to be perceived a certain way. I want to do more. Well, to do that, you got to be cool being in those comfortable spaces. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people be like, hey, 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 you go. I don't want to go yeah. in there. That room, that room has a lot of pressure in there. That's a decision. Is that Ryan and them over there? I don't want to go over there. I don't want to stare at Ryan. You, you, you go ahead and take it over there. Too. No. Damn that. <laughs> I, yeah. How you doing? How you doing, Ryan? How you doing, Aaron? Whoever's in the room. No, I the room isn't too big for me now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I had to learn that. I had to learn because that's good. You know what I'm saying? And it takes that realization for yourself. It's like nobody could do it for you. Again, it's that like everyone's everyone's Neo in their own matrix. You have to know, realize that there is no spoon, that you do have that power, you know, that you are uniquely made. And, you know, if anything, I prayed and I thank God, you know, to seize those moments to help me recognize those moments so I could stand on those moments and that, and not worry about, you know, the, the, how anyone else, what anyone else thinks of me, because right yeah. now I'm standing, it's, it's because I'm in my truth. I'm being honest. And this is my best intention. So whatever comes my way, I'm fine with that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and to work on Wakanda, that's what that was for me. You know? So, so I have a question. Sure. When did you, find out that you were accepted for Wakanda forever? Um, I got an email first, I think. Was it email or it was a phone call? Um, That's, what was it? It was like, uh, yeah, it was like an email or a phone call I received and it was like, hey, just look out. You know, we might get a phone call. Um, Someone might hit you up about something and you're like, okay, that's cool. And then um, I think Kelly's finalized it for me. Yeah, Kelly, um, shout out to her. Kelly Gill, um, Andy Gill's daughter, uh, hit me up and made that happen. And the rest was history. And she's like, <laughs> she, she, said, she asked me, could I swim? I said, yes. Um, so I was prepared for that. Uh, a lot of people who were doing water stuff, they wanted to be certified. And that's another thing, too. Like, with these jobs, um, you know, you have to both require training and uh you know it's like what do you knowing what you want like what type of actor you want to be what type of performer you want to be and and crossing those and crossing that off 
you know, so you can have a resume or you can have certain set of skills going in. You know, you start out with just fights. You might learn how to fall and reaction. And then it's like, okay, I want to learn how to drive. I want to learn how to shoot. I want to learn how to do water. I want to learn how to stay underwater. Like, you know, uh, you watching Wakanda forever. You saw like a lot of people underwater, you know, like I remember one of the women talk about how they had to practice being comfortable again, breathing underwater for X amount of minutes, you know, Mm. That's different when you have action attached to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like to be in that space, you like to be in that headspace. Like that's another thing too. Like your headspace. You know, yeah. um, being you got to be ready. It'd be cool. Like you have explosives over here. <laughs> you got a wire on your back. You got the you got the you got the camera here. You got the lights there, and you got everyone all these things set up, and you got to hit your shit not mess up because and you got to keep it going you got one or two takes and you don't want to be the reason why they got to reset so you know that's the one thing i i took into from from the stunt side on these jobs and and, put, and added that on top of the acting was like one you don't you, if you're not number one on the call sheet you don't have the luxuries yeah when you're number one you have the luxuries when you don't you have to hit yours or you're going to miss yours. You know, hey, mm-hmm. if you're on the acting side and you're like number five, hey, man, they're doing a scene with you. They're doing two takes. You better hit it. You, If you got an idea, it better go for it. Yeah. Own it. Because if you don't and they say cut and they say moving on, that's it. They'll be like, hey, you know what? I, I, I like what you did. C- could you do that again? Or, hey, man, we, that was a little too much. Could you not do that ever again, please? Thank you. Let's <laughs> yeah. stick to the script. But hey, you only got, but you got to hit it, you know. And and that, that's what I also learned on on Wakanda Forever too. Is like, when your time comes, you got to hit it. You, yeah. you have to hit it. You can't you can't be like, oh well, maybe pop. No, hit it. My boy Van Stokes, I love him to death. My man was hitting it like he was so on it, like, and he was so talented to, to see him like do what he does and you know that type of energy, like. I saw, I learned it from like my man, like that, uh, Ty and, you know, having that, you know, we're going to hit this. Like, you can't, we're not messing around. Like, this is for real. We're going to, you know, you, you got a real one right here, you know, and then knowing when the honeymoon stage is over. Okay. You know, um, like, okay, what are we doing? Let's dial us in. What's the work? What's the business? You know, can you're here for a reason doing that job, you know, um, you know, so yeah, it was a lot. So, uh, what was the vibe like being on this film, mm-hmm. knowing that Chadwick was gone? You know, that's that's an interesting question. You know, because like, I, I feel like when you work on projects that people have worked on and they passed away from, you know, it's 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 a different connection. You know, like the way Ryan was is going to connect to that situation is going to be way different than how I'm yeah. going to connect to that situation. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm going to feel something, you know, but it's not going to, it's not like how I'm talking, like if it was my brother yeah. or if it was someone I know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Outside, like, you know, like I've heard of, like I've seen a lot of his stories. You know, I, I've watched a lot of his movies. I've watched a lot of his interviews. Hell, I even had to um, use, I had to use Wakanda, the, the Black Panther, the first one, um, as a reference for 
how to do an a a a a African accent because there was nothing on YouTube I could use. And so once I got on a show and they gave me a dialect coach, you know, I didn't have that. I had Chadwick. It was Chadwick and coming mm -hmm. to America. Between those two, I had to find something that sounded authentic. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, so but, you know, I, I understood the weight of what one brings to a set, what one brings to 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 these type of projects where you don't want to see anyone else take it. But it's like you also want to see someone else take it because like, you know, um, he, he his presence was always was felt, obviously, you know, it was definitely one of those things like, yo. This is like because you're standing on his back, you know, yeah. and as a man and, you know, you know, the male representation in the film, you know, it was like you're a part of that, you know, he, he's oh, showing yeah. black black. Yeah. So it's like you're representing that, you know, you're, you're on the it's 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 you, you know, he's it's like it's like a passing of the torch in a way, because it's like you got we got to hold it down now. We're the ones in front of the camera, you know, Mbaku, you know, my man, he, he had to hold it down. You yeah, know? <laughs> that, that's so good because when you think about that, it's like it is very female driven, mm -hmm. except for the few men that you do see on. So you're, you're wow, I never even thought about that till you said that now. It's like, yeah, you literally are carrying Chadwick's yeah. or uh, you're carrying his his torch, you know, so yeah. that, that's that's really cool. And it's, it's cool that. I'm hearing that like you could take pride in that. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Usually. Uh, yeah. What what was your most like what was your most memorable part of the filming process from Wakanda Forever? The filming process. Hmm. I think <laughs> well, there's two memorable moments on set for me. Uh well, yeah. One, I would say the training, like, because what we did there, you had to do on set or be able to have in your wheelhouse on set. So, you know, that was that was an amazing experience all in itself to to help create movement to. And it wasn't like every, they put a lot of thought into that. It was like the telekineal is these super strong people. They're like little Captain Americas. That's how it kind of explained, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, well, how do you show that type of strength and weakness and not to the point where it's too, it's not overbearing or where you're like, man, this is what, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, finding that balance and, 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 and just like how much, how intricate everyone was talking about the characters and the tribes, like, you know, how the, how one, the guard, the, the border tribe was, described one way uh the the guards that had the green were like considered like the wushuish style yeah. of the group um had more technique jabari's like enforcers were the strongest were brawl we you know we we come in we wreck house like so when i like even that having those conversations to get that much in depth to what what you would bring to the table you know, like the dances, the movements, like, you know, we had like um uh Maifa, you know, hearing hearing yeah. my man said, you know what I'm saying? Like, dang, they put they put so much thought into this, you know, the process, everything had a purpose. And so it was like it helped you get into the zone so much easier on, you know, when you're on set. So like when we're uh lined up 
and we're about to help the women and then hold, hold anchor the women as they go jump off. Like, I remember that being like such a pivotal moment to me because it represented everything that you want, like in, in, in a black family, you want where you can stand with your brother and sister at, at opposing force. And it don't matter. Like, cause you go off, I'm gonna hold you down, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow, it, it was so good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have men, we're holding y'all down. Like, so a lot of times when you would hear like men aren't holding women down, like, yo, that that we are. You know, yeah. the, when you hear a man isn't respecting a woman, I respect my woman who's a warrior right here. Why? Because we about to go get it. Like we, we, you know, saying like it has a different energy to it. So when you're on set. You know, it's not an ego thing. Like I'm better than you. You better than me. It's like, yo, who we who 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 we seek and conquer, and who, who we take it down right now. You yeah. know, and in my mind, we weren't losing. <laughs> you know, yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. you know, but that that for me, like those were probably the biggest moments. It was like how much intricacy they put into the characters, the tribes, the clothing, the the environment, and and, and the process. And then once you stood there what you understood what you were standing with yeah. you know and, and what all that would convey to the audience and you know and and then go deeper at a, a deeper picture of it again like i said men and women standing together again it's an opposing force and holding each other down and and like i said the cool thing is was the women never had to look back to see are you got me no they you good you already know yeah wow man. yeah wow that's that's yeah. so good i what i what i love most about the movie is well two things i love most one i love how much i just love that how black people in general we just honor really well that's one mm. thing i think we do yes. really well and i think yeah the the movie did amazing job at honoring mm. chad mm -hmm. um and t'challa at the same time you know yeah yeah it was definitely um, definitely emerging yeah yeah and yeah. then i also love like i i remember vividly what you're talking about um what part was it? I think it was when they were going to fight for at the very end when they were going to fight yeah. to see who's going to be the king and it was Mbaku. But I remember mm -hmm. the tribes, you know, are different, mm -hmm. different colors. Yeah. And there was one lady who was just like rocking real hard. Yeah. I'll never yeah. forget that scene. But it's yeah. really cool because I can just imagine y'all just like all walking in together. It's like, all right, we're already in the mindset that like we're yeah. here to wreak havoc. Yeah. They're kind of like mystical and uh -huh. you know they're the you know guardian so mm -hmm. that's i think that's super dope mm -hmm. uh one question i did want to ask who do you still want to work with like in your in your career uh, uh as an actor or a director or what in what way oh okay. yeah oh yeah 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 i got levels I he's got, levels. got many hats yes, yes. i know okay it's let's Mr. start Fair. with let's start with actor and then uh director uh actor uh, Shirley Stern. Um she's yeah, she's probably someone I've wanted to work with for a minute. Just just because she has so many levels to her, like her performance and then her physicality. Like she just kept, you know, going deeper into the craft. Uh, you know, and and so to be around someone like that. I would want to, cause that's where it's going to push you. Like, I want to be in a room. I don't want to be the biggest person in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be in a person that's going to get pushed where you're going to squeeze out that greatness that you're going to teach me something like, you know, I'm still, I'm, I still feel like a fresh green. You're still growing. I still got so much more to learn, 
and and soak up. So I'm a sponge. So I was like, I want to be, I want to be sponge. I want to soak up the game. So, you know, I want to learn from someone that's going to, you know, give me something to take on. I'm like, yo, I, I learned a lot. Like I'm, I went to clinic with her, yeah. uh, Sam Jackson. Ooh. Um, yeah. You know, to, to say, I want to say motherfucker at the same time together where I don't even know how we're going to do it. Don't even have to make sense, but I want to have that moment. Um, <laughs> You know, then it's like, gonna be like Gene. You weren't supposed to say it here. I know, I know. I just hey, wanted that moment. Hey, it, right, right. We were just talking about ice cream. My, I wanted a motherfucking. Ice, I don't know. My bad. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Sam Jackson. Um, I like uh, all all Chris, all the Chris's. You know, all the Chris's in Hollywood. They're. I think they all have something I would like to. To vibe off of, um, especially a lot of the like Chris Hemsworth, he does uh, his extractions and and I just think like the way he does action, like he's a really big guy, so to me a lot of the stuff he does is just great, phenomenal that way. Um, uh, Michael B. Jordan is another one. It's funny because like certain people I'm I know already, and and that either work with them, train with them, or have. Or like you know they're in they're doubling and all that other stuff cool stuff with them so it's like just to i feel like it's like just a matter of time you know so it's like yeah. just a matter of the energy of it but um those are a couple of actors that i definitely want to you know do some stuff with director wise uh i mean uh, i think david leach is doing a lot of fun stuff uh because i also create and i'm writing some things and you know so a lot of these guys like it'd be cool to see what they would do with you know in that space um daniel kalua i forgot about him i get he's uh, he's Ooh. yeah, yeah oh I, he wasn't in this one yeah yeah he was it wasn't i know right like that's crazy uh um, wow yeah he wasn't in this one yeah you know huh. so right so it, so i so if i want to be around anybody i want to be around some people that's really going to push me and then i even have the opportunity to like chop it up and have, have some questions you know to to progress um, I think Kevin Hart's another one. Like I look at like a lot of the people creating their own ways, the like Kevin Hart's, the yeah. Will Smiths. Yeah. Um, you know, the, as opposed to like the actor who you just hear, you know, it's like that's cool, but I'm looking to create on top of act. So, you know, I wanna start getting around people like that. Chad Stahowski, um, you know, those two guys, like, you know, I feel like he's a vintage wine type of guy with his action. You know, that's why the John Wicks have a certain taste. You know, yeah, and David yeah. Leach, he's 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 got the frat vibe going on. Hey man, hey, what we creating? It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be explosions. Brad Pitt is doing jump kicks. Love talking, you know. So, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, then Jordan Peele, yeah, I love what he's Ooh. got going on. Yeah, man, you're just naming some. And the yeah. crazy thing is, I hear you naming these, and I'm like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah I can see him in this sure. because just listening to you. And I wish um, people could see your face when you're saying these things, because mm. I think you're going about it in such a different way of like, um, you know, even in Will Smith's book, he's like, I wanted to be the best actor in the world. And what I hear from you, it's like, yes, I think obviously you want to be the best version of you mm -hmm. you can. But what I hear is like, you're such a student of the game is you mm. want to learn. You want to learn oh, yeah. everything you can yeah, and uh, be yeah. the best at that. Yeah. Essentially. yeah, I just want to be the best me. Like when, I, when I'm walking onto a set, doesn't matter if I'm in front or behind it. I'm gonna be able to 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 operate. I'm gonna be able to flow. Like you know, it's just a question of do I get to hire my friends? That's the goal. Like, can I hire? I want to yeah. be able to hire my friends. I want to be able to get them work. I want us to go 
work on a film in the, in the Caribbean mm, together yeah, and, and have an adventure, good. you know, as opposed to, yo, it's just me. Like, I don't want to, I want to look to the rest. And, hey, man, we both going to Crafty. So mm. until, you know, it's that, that's, that's the goal for me. You know, it's, it's, and so I'm looking at the, the Tom Cruises, the, the, the Tyler Perry's, the, the people who are building their own empires and then saying, Hey guys, come on, come, come on, let's go play building a platform that they can then jump off of and have great careers. So I want to be a part of that conversation. That's so good. Um, we did want to ask one more question before we transition to our next segment. Um, what does it mean to be authentically you? What does it mean to be authentically you? Uh, I think that means you. how I think authentically what means to be you is to be rooted. Um, how rooted you are in yourself and in your truth, like as you're and for better, or for worse, like you're not going to be perfect, but you know, are you being cool with that? You know, knowing that anything comes from me, I can stand on. Um, mm -hmm. and, and despite whatever you throw my way, I'm cool with those consequences. You know, um, I'm a palm tree in myself. Like I'm so rooted. So whatever storm you bring in me, you don't like what I said. That's fine. Cause I'm I'm comfortable in myself knowing that I get what I gave you, I'm willing to stand on and I'm willing to suck to to accept the consequences of my actions or and the praises as well. So like if when it works and you're like, oh man, that worked. Well, then yes, it, it did. So, you know, the I think that's what it takes to be authentic. I think it's when you are able to really be you and 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 stand on that. Can you stand on who you are right now? Mm. Would you be willing mm. to die for who you are right now? You know what wow. I'm saying? And if you can't do that, then that's when you got to look at the work. Like you may not, tomorrow's not promised to anybody. Can I say who I am today that I believe this? You know, if you was to speak about Gene later on, like, yo, I don't know about that dude. Duh, 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 duh. Or you know, everything he said, I believe him. Why? Because he stood on it. He didn't back down. He didn't backpedal. It was, you know, I don't have to say I'm sorry for being me. That's what I, you know, you know, that that's what mm. I, that's what I strive for with this authenticity, you know. I think that's what we all want, you know. Hopefully, man, Gene, uh, this this has been phenomenal. Yeah, so good. Uh, we appreciate your time, but we're about to transition to the segment of all segments. Okay, called rapid fire. Bam, bam, bam. All right, let's go. So, <laughs> yeah, stretch it out. Get ready. So. How this works is uh, we're going to ask you three questions. Say the first thing that comes to your mind. First thing. Don't, don't right. pass code. Don't collect $200. All right. Phone in Baku. Like, first <laughs> hey. thing. All right. He's Nobody looking like, y'all in for it. <laughs> hey, if you ask. I'm, I'm, I'm getting comfortable. Oh, All I right. can't wait. Super deep questions, by the way. First one is, would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes in the future or... 150 years into the future. I'll take, uh, I'll go with A. I'll go with ten, A. 10 minutes in the future? I'll take the 10 minutes. Because that wow. 10 minutes, I can I can do I can do a lot more in that 10 minutes than what I could do in that 100 right now. Like, I need to know that could make a huge difference. Mm, that's good. I can make that's a huge good. difference. Uh, what sport would you compete in if you were in the Olympics? Basketball. 
Hmm. Okay. Dang it. Something else just came in my head as soon as I said basketball. What's option two? Jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to say jujitsu. If I'm a, if I'm a, because at least on my, I feel like that type of pressure I can take in in any form. I've been training that more basketball. I I feel like I'd have to train a certain way, but like jujitsu, I yeah, give it to me. World pressure. I want I want to feel it. <laughs> Sheesh. And then last one. What is your go to comfort food? Go to comfort food. Um. Okay. When you say food, are we talking like a full meal? Like a comfort meal or first snack? thing that comes to mind. First thing comes to mind. First, See, you're, first, you're, the, you're the second guest who'll be asking for yeah. clarifications. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm like, I'm like a reason. Okay, yeah. right, okay, right. Because there's so many different ways you can take that. Um, all right. Um, I guess okay, meal. Uh yeah, uh cheeseburgers and fries. Yeah, I put the cheeseburgers right in the fries, and yeah, I've been doing that since I was a kid, though. That's the only reason why. Yeah. That's since, good. Right. Yep. Uh, that's, that's so good. good. Hey, Gene, this was, like I said, this was amazing. We were so excited about this. Thank you so much for hopping on the podcast today. Um, where can people find you? What do you got going on next? If you can even tell us. Oh, uh, I think, let's see what I got going on next. Um, well, I just, I just wrapped, I just wrapped this uh, action horror film where I get to do the opening sequence and uh, it's called Black Noise. It's uh, uh, directed by uh, Philippe Martinez and Lee Scott. And that was really fun. I think that was really great. Uh, I can't wait for people to see that. I heard I heard the the opening was great and, and everyone's gonna love it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, and I guess I'm working on a film right now. I don't I don't know if I can say the name of it, so I'm just not gonna go say that. But yeah, I'm, wor- I'm working on some right now, and it's fun. I get, I'm, 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 it's fun, uh, you know. Uh, I'll say that, you know, and that's why I'm shaved the way I am right now, and embracing this. I feel like a cop. I feel like a detective or something. This, and probably a little dirty just because you know, yeah. That, that. Hey guys, he's he's giving some clues. Yeah. So if you can figure it out, maybe, maybe, maybe I am maybe. giving clues. Maybe I'm not. Maybe. 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 Who knows? Tune in. Um, (laughs) The best place to get me, I feel, is Instagram. Um, Yeah, Gene underscore Freeman. That's G-E-N-E underscore Freeman, F-R-E-E-M-A-N. Yeah, anywhere. That's that's the main one. Anything else has got the same name. You can check the Twitter. I don't know what she's got going on with it, but right now, Instagram seems to be the best place you want to get a hold of me or see anything cool that I got going on, um, stay tuned for it. That would be that would be the spot for sure. Man, thank you again. We tell everybody yeah, when they hop you. on once, they're always welcome to come back on. Hopefully, you know, we'll get you back on. Hey. This was everything so we, good. We hey man, hey. and more. I appreciate yes. it. You guys, you guys are awesome to even set this up, you know, t- taking the time out being authentic. This is this is really good for you guys. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Thank Gene, you. until next time, be authentic in everything that you do. Us. Peace. Fire. Yeah. That's an even... understatement, but right. fire. I, there were so many things that we talked about off camera that I, 
I found super valuable um, that it, I think it was just cool that it was off camera too. But on camera, um, he he's just phenomenal. To hear his process of how he's just trying to take on multiple things and not just be an, an actor or an action actor, but to be able to do whatever he is called upon at any given, given moment. Like he was saying when he was on Wakanda Forever, he hopped behind the camera and helped out with some some shoots. Like making himself accessible. I'm like, man, you're making yourself so valuable. In rugby, we call that utility. Like you're a utility player. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. I, his, his humility just astounded me. Like you wouldn't be able to tell that he was in such a iconic film by just his humility, his um, desire to to be a student. I mean, even even the fact that he wanted to jump on our podcast. We're not that big yet. 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 <laughs> um, but like, by the end of this podcast, I felt like he was a friend and we were catching up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was... This was so dope, so good. Yeah. yeah. One one thing he said off camera that I thought was super valuable was that he treated this podcast like he prepared. He he made questions. Uh, he wrote down, you know, answered some of the questions we sent, as if this was any other big podcast, Joe Rogan or or whatever. And I was like, you know what? That is awesome. I right. I. Right. Gained even more respect for Gene, and I'm so thankful yeah. that our listeners get to hear this story. Yeah, and, and especially when he said, "There's not a room too big for me," I was like, "Dang!" Like that's confidence, and that's like knowing your worth and value. Yeah, so good, man. Well, guys, we can go on and on about Gene's podcast and maybe we will in other episodes but probably to close off this episode we got our friendship quiz and you guys know what it is it's the quiz where we figure out who y'all just get to see how good of friends we are and if you're basing our friendship off of just this friendship quiz yikes you, you yeah yikes <laughs> to say the least yikes but i think i'm gonna stump tony today tony my question for you is where is the farthest place I've traveled. If you get this right, it's going to trump all the other ones that you got wrong. I don't know because the only thing I can think of is Kenya. So Kenya, and that's my final answer. I think I need to do a fact check actually right now. The farthest place I think I've traveled is Dubai. But it could be Kenya. Let's see. No, I think it's Dubai. I'm pretty sure it's Dubai. I may have stumped him. You may have. Friendship quiz. You may have. I'm really a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to know now. Okay. (laughs) 7,538 miles from DC to Kenya, because that's where I flew out of. Now let's see DC to Dubai. Tony, Dubai is 7,307. 
Let's wow. Go. Yes. You stumped me. Yes. I got your question right, and you got it wrong. Wow. Kaching, I'm the better friend. Let's get it. Well, guys, you heard it here first. Tony is officially the better friend um, until next week where I get an answer right or he gets the answer wrong. But until next time, be authentic in everything that you do. Hey, share this. Like us. Give us a review, please. Peace out. Peace.